It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey there. Hope you had a great weekend. Uh, NBA playoffs in full swing. Major League Baseball. We've got the NFL draft coming up. So we got a lot of things to uh, talk about. Again, it is great to have you on board. I would love to hear from you. All you got to do is hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and we will put you right up on stage. So the NBA playoffs, uh, all game ones are in the book in round one. Tonight, game two, Toronto with Philadelphia. That will start in about 30 minutes. Then you have Utah at Dallas and Denver at Golden State. Obviously, without Luka Doncic, if the Jazz win the first two games on the road, and, you know, again, I can't imagine Luka just all of a sudden being 100% for game three. The Dallas Mavericks tonight are pretty much in a must-win game. Must-win game for the Dallas Mavericks tonight uh, at home. Uh, I was very impressed with what I saw from Golden State in game one on Saturday. Jordan Poole was great. Uh, Curry came off the bench. How about the professionalism of Steph Curry? Think about his resume. Think about everything that he has accomplished in the NBA, and he's got no problem coming off the bench, right? You would have never seen that with Chris Webber in Sacramento, and I talk about this, and I've talked about this for years. You know, Aileen Boisson of the Sacramento Bee was really the only person in Sacramento to question Rick Adelman and put in her column repeatedly that the that the issue was Chris would have never allowed that because his ego was too big. Here you got Steph Curry, you know, uh, multiple MVP, multiple championships, and no problem, I'll come off the bench. And look what happened. The Warriors end up winning uh, game one. I was surprised by Minnesota going into Memphis and winning game one the way they did. So now all of a sudden, you have a game two tomorrow with the Memphis Grizzlies almost, say almost, in a must-win scenario. They got to win tomorrow. I mean, they absolutely do. All right? They have to. I, I don't see Memphis coming back from 0-2. So early on, you've got a couple of huge games. Huge games. Dallas tonight at home. Memphis tomorrow at home. Huge for those two franchises. All right. Again, if you want to get in on the program, hit your hand icon and we will do this. I did a show today on YouTube Live with Larry Kruger. And we were talking about the 49ers and Debo Samuel. And 
he thinks that they're going to work out a deal with the Jets because the Jets came up empty on the Tyree Kill sweepstakes. They want a, you know, that type of a, a, a player to go with Zach Wilson. You got Robert Sala, former 49ers coach. And he thinks that the 49ers financially are probably going to end up moving Samuel. And my point is, does that make the 49ers better? Because you don't know what you're going to get in the draft. You may hit a home run and get an unbelievably gifted, talented player. Or you might get a player that is a bust. You already know what you have. Debo Samuel. You already know what you have in Samuel. So this is going to be very interesting to see what happens because Samuel is not alone here. There are a couple of other receivers that are in the same boat. A.J. Brown, Terry McLaurin, just to name a few. And I guess the report is that you won't see Samuel in the off-field work when it comes to their team's programs, that they will be absent, right? It's going to be very interesting to see what happens here. The wide receiver market has gone through the roof with Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill and others. And Samuel is going, where's my money? It's going to be very interesting to keep an eye on that. All right, let's get to some phone calls here to start off the week on this Monday. And we say hello to Al. Hey, Al, how are you? Hope you had a good weekend. I did, Nate. How was your Easter? Uh, it was very good. I had a great weekend. Thank you. You know, I want to ask you real quick. What's your go-to Easter candy? And then I'll tell you mine. Uh, well, it's jelly beans. I knew it. I knew you were a jelly bean guy. I was going to yeah. say, Nape's old school. He's yeah. right there. He's got the jar of jelly beans. I, I'm a Robin Eggs. The, those oh. candy-coated mop balls. Oh, man. But, you know, I just real quick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I took completely. I love your comments on Steph Curry. I mean, when Durant came over, him and they, they had won one championship, and the next season we had seventy three wins. And like you pointed out on Larry's show today, if they, if if, if uh, Draymond had been suspended, they they would have had a second. In my my opinion, I think you echoed that yeah. today, and, yep. and and so Durant comes over. Like he's he's gonna be, and he just was an addition to an already great team, and they deferred to him. So he's just a, I don't. In all the years I've been watching sports, I don't know if I've ever recall an athlete or a team just being so gracious and 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 uh, you know and and like being a team first guy like he was because we know what happened with Weber, and I always thought the chemistry just went off, like you said, went off the rails. When yep. he refused to come off the bench, and he and Adelman had no choice. I mean, uh, Pacha was leading the way. It was just, and then the, the team just, it all went kaput. It fell apart. It just fell apart. The Kings went from so, having uh, the best record in the NBA to being a 500 team when Chris came back. That's exactly what happened. Absolutely. I love you. I, I totally agree, agree with that statement. And I got and then for my next comment, real quick. I don't want to take up too much. I I loved your your. Uh, you and Larry, man, you guys, you know, I subscribe to Larry's channel. I'm already subscribed to you, but you guys are just like total information. I mean, it was a, 
I mean, like you said, Larry knows the Bay Area. I don't know Larry because, you know, I, I moved up here from the Bay Area in 1989. So I knew some of the broadcasters in the, in the sports talk shows down there. But I, I, I missed Larry because I was up here. So I didn't hear his work. But he's got a big fan base down there, 20-plus years for him. And then he worked with Tom. I read about him working with Tom Tolbert. And, and so it was, that was good stuff. I subscribed, and I enjoyed hearing the – hearing the talk between you two and I just hope it can you get more and more going on that and that um you know it was just he he's like you he knows how to interview people he knows how to bring out the best in people and he'll ask the questions that fan and get the answers that fans want to hear you guys mesh you guys just were totally totally right on and you just he pumped you like like you used to work Jerry with that fountain of knowledge that he had when he was your partner, you always would work Jerry into the, or, or Sean Salisbury, like he says, thanks for setting me up partner. So keep up the great work on, on Thank Larry's you. show and your own show. And I'll be listening as I always do. And so I, I just want to check in to say, say that. And, uh, also, um, I just real quick, I'll now let you go. Yeah. I'm not us SFL. I, you know, Nate, NFL, I mean, I got my football with NFL football and NFL. I know it's almost a year round now. I can't watch another league. I, I can't do it. I, I never have I the world football league, the, the original yeah. USFL. I, I, I mean, why do you want to go for, why do you want to eat ground truck when you got filet mignon? And sure. I got to wait I, for, for a couple months, but you know, now it's like almost Nate, it's almost year around. Yeah. I can't do it. I, I won't watch it. I, I I mean I'll find something else to do. I don't need to be watching a new football league. Uh, I'm I'm with you. I'm not into it. I, and who knows? You know, like the old USFL. You know, Sam Mills and some players came out of that yeah. league and made the NFL because they they got their opportunity. And you know, yeah. Steve Young I think was uh, in the original USFL. Yeah. I believe. Her, her going off my, yeah. So. And uh, one last thing, you know, when we were talking about Larry Wilson, I went and looked up Larry's career, and you yep. know, he's one of only 25 players to make multiple decade, all decades teams. The guy played all 13. You were talking about how gracious and yep. and 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 uh, what a professional, gracious to you when you were there and you were yep. the young, you know. And he played. He's one of only 25 players to make two. All decades, uh, the '60s and the '70s, and my guy Merlin made, made was another one. And there's only two coaches, but he he's got. I, I knew he had a hell of a resume, and the guy I knew the guy was a hitter, and I'd forgotten that he perfected the safety blitz. I mean, I I yep. knew there was something I was missing about him that he was known for, and and he was not a big guy, but I guess they weren't really that big back then because they weren't on pads and, and roided right. up and stuff like blood. Your buddy Jack Youngblood, he played at 245, 250. So, yeah. But Larry yeah. Wilson, man. Yeah, he was the real deal, Al. Appreciate the phone call, buddy. I lost you there for a minute, but thank you very much. Really appreciate that. Uh, if you want to get in on the program, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do it. If you want to talk baseball, uh, the Giants now have won five in a row. And don't look now, but the Dodgers – and the Giants are tied atop of the West at seven and two. So both out of the gate, very similar to what we saw last year. Dodgers have won six in a row. Giants have won five straight. 
So really good start. You got the Mets off to a really good start at seven and three. The A's, despite losing so many of their top players, are only a game out of first at five and five. So again, you have some major league baseball, but well, how about the Giants and the Dodgers? The Giants, by the way, supposed to be uh, in New York today, taking on the Mets. And that game rained out to play a, a doubleheader uh, on this trip. All right. So if you want to hit your hand icon, raise your hand uh, and we will do it. And if you want to watch what Al was just talking about, you can go in on YouTube and look at Larry Kruger YouTube channel. All right. Our show is on there. Just go to Larry Kruger YouTube channel. And you'll be able to sh uh, listen and watch uh, the show that we did today. I really enjoyed it. A lot of fun. Yeah, again, I've already gone over this last week, so I don't want to, you know, jam it down your throat. But I have a lot of respect for Larry. And he's going to be coming on my podcast uh, next week. All right. So looking forward to that. He might even be on uh, this week. But we're going to have him on uh, in the next week. All right. And uh, I think it's going to be next week, though. And then uh, coming up. Uh, next Tuesday, Larry and I are going to be on, again, his live YouTube channel, Tuesday at 10 a.m. I'll give you plenty of notice, give you a lot of reminders. Uh, so if you want to check it out, you can do so. If you can't check it out live, you can check it out by just going on a uh, YouTube channel. All right. So I want to hear from you. What do you think of the first round of the uh, NBA playoffs? Anything surprise you in games one? You know, you can say all you want about Kyrie Irving and you know, what he did to the fans and what the fans did to him. What kind of defense is that by Brooklyn at the end of the game to allow Jason Tatum to get a layup like that? I mean, go look at that replay a couple times and then tell me what on earth, what on earth was happening with the defense of the Nets on that final possession? I mean, it was a heck of a pass to Tatum spitting for the layup, but Where's, what kind of defense is that? What do you call that? Right? What do you call that? So, again, Toronto, Philadelphia tonight. Toronto already dealing with some injuries. Utah at Dallas, of course, their biggest injury, uh, Luka Doncic. But Toronto now without Scotty Barnes uh, for this game. It's a big loss for him or for them. You know, it really is. So, th this right now puts Philadelphia firmly uh, in the driver's seat. Then you have Utah and Dallas and without Luka Doncic, right? You're going, and he's officially listed day to day, but this morning he was listed as doubtful. So you got to figure he's not going to play. And if Dallas wins tonight, it gives the Mavs a little leeway because then they would have to split two games in Salt Lake City. All right? Now, again, the word is unlikely, very unlikely to play for game two. So I would say it's not going to happen. All right? If the Mavericks win tonight, they could hold Luka out until game four. Because all they got to do is win one of the two games there to get home court back. You know, you can't be messing around with a calf. Just can't. 
it's too significant of a body part and recurring injuries. So you got to be very careful. All right. So that game tonight coming up at 530 Pacific, uh, the Mavs and the Jazz. And then you got Denver and Golden State. And with Curry coming off the bench, uh, Jokic was kept in check. You look at this series and the guard line of Golden State with Curry and Poole and Thompson. And look at how well Draymond Green played defensively. They win the game 123 to 107 against Denver. And now, if the Nuggets lose, I know they say a series doesn't start until a team loses on their home floor. I just don't see Denver winning four of five games against Golden State, barring injury. I just don't. You know, I really don't. Yeah, you know, I, I don't see that. So tonight, those are your three games on the card. Then tomorrow, I will be really interested in that game in Memphis. There are three games tomorrow, Atlanta at Miami. I don't see Atlanta having any chance to beat Miami in this series. New Orleans is at Phoenix. I don't think they have any chance. Now Minnesota-Memphis, this is a huge game uh, for the Memphis Grizzlies. All right? You got Chicago-Milwaukee, their game two is on Wednesday, as is Brooklyn-Boston, all right? And then game three, Philadelphia uh, at Toronto. So there is your schedule. But you, you, better, you better win this game tomorrow if you're the Memphis Grizzlies. You better win this game tomorrow, all right? You better win that game. And if you're Dallas, you better win tonight with or without Luka, winning four or five games against the Jazz, including you'd have to win two games on the road, that would be a very tall order. Very tall order indeed. And again, if Luka's not playing tonight, right, if you look at the schedule, you know, you figure that Doncic, if he is not going to play tonight, then you have Thursday, Dallas at Utah. And then again, Saturday. So it's going to be very interesting how Dallas goes with Luka Doncic in this series. All right, I want to hear from you. Hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do it. NFL Draft, again, coming up next weekend. So we'll start talking a little bit about that. Who's going to be the number one pick in the draft? Who's going to be the top lineman? Who's going to be the top quarterback? We'll get into that a lot starting uh, next week. What do you think? And I'm going to do my podcast on this tomorrow. Where do you think we need to draw the line in terms of what fans can and cannot say at a sporting event? In other words... You know, you suck should not draw a nasty reaction from a player. Anything that has to do with sexuality, racism, obviously should be automatic ejection and forfeit of your tickets and your future rights. But where do you draw the line when it comes to fan behavior? And fans now 
are looking at players that have a lot of power and they're able to use their power and they don't care if they get fined. You know, what Kevin Durant did a couple of weeks ago in Brooklyn for a fan that said, you got to take the game over now, Kevin. Kevin tells the fans, you got to shut the F up and sit down. You think Durant cares that he's going to get fined 20 or 25 grand for that? He doesn't care. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who've experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash grant. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Just, again, the, the greed and the, 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 there's no deterrent. There's no deterrent. Now, as far as Irving yesterday, how much of this is on Kyrie Irving? For his behavior and what he has said, only not only in his two years in Boston, but last year, his comments before game one, talking about subtle racism, stomping on the logo at midcourt. I mean, how much of this is on Kyrie Irving and how much of it is on the fans? And each case is not the same, right? I mean, what you say at a game and what I say at a game, it's not a blanket statement. It's not, we have to be judged individually. So I don't really know what is going to happen. I, I really don't. But it appears to me that players now with their power are abusing their power. And Charles Barkley... And Shaq had some pretty interesting comments as they related to Irving. And their comments in a nutshell were like, grow up and deal with it. You know? That's pretty much what it was on inside the NBA on TNT. Right? Pretty much. I don't know. O'Neal said... Quote, if the great Bill Russell went through it, I wanted to go through it also. 
I don't really want to hear all of that. Certain cities, they don't care what you said at the press conferences. You know what's going to happen in game two? They're going to be talking more smack up there in Boston. Barkley added, man up, quote, most of the fans are amazing. Some of them are going to say some rude stuff. Please stop it, you athletes today whining. Right? I don't know. Irving was fined 25 grand back in January as he was recorded telling a Cavaliers fan, fan, quote, got you all a championship. Mother effer is still ungrateful. Again, I don't know where you draw the line. I really don't. I don't know where you draw the line. All right, I want to hear from you. What do you think about all of this? Anything strike and hit you as it relates to the NBA playoffs and what we saw over the weekend, all right? And then if you are a Kings fan, you have the NBA lottery to look forward to, which is in a couple of weeks. All right, let's get to some more phone calls here on Listen Up on this Monday, and it's Jeff. Hey, Jeff, how are you? Good, Grant. How you doing? Good, thank you. I had a couple things. Uh, I was impressed with the Warriors' win over Denver, and then also how Curry basically, you know, he he let pull start, and he didn't whine and complain. He just kind of went with the flow, you know. He didn't force himself into the game and. He, you know, I, I, I just thought that was some good sportsmanship. Well, it's called being a team guy, all for one and one for all. And that's what makes the Warriors so special is they understand their roles. They go out. They have a lot of championship experience. And Curry's doing what is best for the team instead of putting himself uh, in the limelight. He's doing what is the best possible scenario for the team to win. And I, I love that. I have the utmost respect for him. I mean, I think the guy is incredible. I would love it. You know, if I had a young son or a daughter and they grew up idolizing Steph Curry, I'd be very happy. Yeah, that, that sounds right. So the other thing I have is uh, this Debo Samuel situation with the 49ers. I don't. Yeah. I mean, what? I mean, do they resign him, trade him, look for trades? I mean, I mean, the way they're using him, he's going to get hurt one of these times. I mean, yeah. I mean, they run him so much like a like a running back. So. Uh, do you, do you give him a contract like a running back or a receiver? I mean, is there an in-between? Uh, I mean. I, know, I was doing a show with, you know, I was doing the show with Larry Kruger today. He thinks they're going to trade him. Right, right. I, I, and I, I'll tell you, be careful what you wish for because he was as valuable as any player on that team over the last five, six, seven weeks of the season, in my opinion. Right, right. right. I, I'm telling you, I, 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 I'm at loss for words. I mean. Is McLaren and AJ Brown uh, and Brown for Tennessee, McLaren yep. for Washington? Yep. They're all hold. They all want to hold out. I mean, I'm just sick of these guys that don't, you know, live up to their contracts and just push the team around. Well, I don't know if they're holding out. They just aren't going to do. They're not going to participate in the off-season workouts. I don't know about holding out yet. Right. Right. Okay. Well, it's going to be interesting. Tonight, we'll see if the uh, Warriors could uh, – they're playing Denver yep. tonight, correct? Yeah. yeah, tonight is game two in San Francisco against Denver. That's right. Right. I, you know, and I, here's the deal. Denver Denver doesn't have the firepower with their injuries. And if Jokic is 
contained. In other words, if he's not efficient, which he wasn't in game one because of Draymond's green defense in the way, then I don't know how Denver's going to win this series without Jokic being Superman. You know, he really right. does need to be that good. Right. That's that's true. Like you said, the you play like a team and they're going to have the advantage. So anyway, and the other thing I did have was didn't Irving, uh, uh, Kyrie, didn't he give up on Boston and play his shenanigans? I'm trying. I forgot. Yes. But did did he quit on the team also? Um, I I don't know if I would use the term quit on the team, but there were a lot of issues when he played in Boston. I don't know if I would just go out and say he quit on the team, uh, but there were a lot of things that happened during his short tenure there that were not uh, did not exactly uh, in uh, the fans and him. They never really got on the same page. Did he get fined for flipping them off? Uh, not yet, but I'm sure he will. Right. Well, let's chunk change, like you said. It's like that's like leaving a tip for a waitress or something. You know. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, they're gonna ha- they're gonna have to start taking you know taking games away from them in a game check. That might wake these guys up. Well, again, there's precedent. You can't do that with the collective bargaining agreement. There's only so much that the league can or the yeah that the league can do in terms of their fines. So. Uh, it's uh, it's it's not good for the game, though. That's what I would just say. It's not good for the game. And I'm not saying that the fans don't aren't, aren't partly to blame because in, in many instances they are. But the players need to have more restraint here. They really do. And it's getting out of hand. Yeah, you're right. All right, man. Well, you have a good day. Thank you. All right, Jeff. Good hearing from you. You have a good day you, yourself. All right. Uh, if you want to get in on the program uh, today, we or excuse me, this week. The only day I will not be on, I will not be on Thursday as I'm going to be traveling. So Thursday, there will be no show, but we'll have the show on uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, uh, and Friday. All right. So we'll have the show every day this week, uh, except for Thursday. All right. Let me know what you think. Anything stick out to you, NBA playoffs? If you're a Warriors fan, uh, if you're a fan of the Giants, off to a good start, seven to two. The uh, NBA draft lottery is on, I believe it's May 17th. So you'll know May 17th at about six o'clock whether or not the Kings get lucky and uh, move up in the lottery, right? That's where you're at. So you look at the draft or the uh, NBA draft odds, and, you know, the way it's weighted now. Sacramento has a 7.5% chance of getting the number one pick, 7.8 of the two pick, 8.13, 8.54. They can't get five. They can't get six. They can get seven, which is 19.7. Do you know their highest percentage is 34.1? At number eight. How about that? How about that? Their their highest percentage is eight at 34.1%. Hmm. The Houston Rockets with Orlando and Detroit all have 14% chance of getting the number one pick, 13.42, 12.73, 12.73, 12.73, 12.73, 12.73, 12.73, 12.73, 12.73, 12.73, 12.73, 12.73, 12.73, 12.73, 12.73, 12.73, 12.73, 12
12% chance of getting the fourth pick. And Houston's, they almost have a 50-50 chance of getting the fifth overall pick. It's crazy. The odds just are ridiculous. It really is. Ridiculous. So if you're if you're looking at this from Sacramento's perspective, if you're into percentages, then percentages say they'll probably be eight. But every year we see a team that should not move up, move up. Happens all the time. It happens all the time. And it will happen again this year in all likelihood. All right, let's get to Jerry. Hello, Jerry. How are you today? Hey, Graham. How are you? I'm good, Jerry. What's up? Hey, Ray, I got a question for you. Uh, do you think Commissioner Stern would be putting up with this BS that's going on in the NBA right now? No, no, he would not. What do you think he would? Uh, uh, you know what? I know that Adam Silver uh, was trained by Mr. Stern. Uh, why do you think that Adam Silver is not doing anything about this? I mean, calling out his players. I mean, it's just an embarrassment, Grant. It, it really is. I think Adam Silver's become a puppet for the league. That's what I think he's become. I think he's yielded all the power to the players. Uh, I think he's afraid to rock the boat. I think he is a good commissioner, so I want to put that out there first and foremost. But I think he's become a puppet to the players. I really do. I don't think he has the backbone necessary right now based on what's going on in the NBA. Um, And again, I think a lot of other commissioners are following suit. They're afraid of alienating, alienating themselves with the players and I think you've seen that in the NBA with Adam Silver, because I think privately he probably does have a real problem with what's going on. Uh, but publicly, uh, he's not coming out and speaking on it. And I, I just think he's become a puppet for the league. I really do. I think he's become a puppet commissioner. But, you know, Grant, by him not saying anything or doing anything about this, it's, you know, it's only going to get worse. It's not going to get better. It's only going to get worse. Well, it is only going to get worse. You're 100 percent correct. It is not getting better. It's only going to get worse. And. Um, I, I don't you know, this is something also that needs to be bargained and discussed between, you know, the league and the Players Association. And I, I, I would think that there are some discussions going on because I think even the Players Association realizes that this is not good for the health of the league, that fans are getting turned off by it and it is an alarming trend. So I, I think it will be a big topic of discussion this offseason. I really do. I, I would be surprised if it's not. I sure hope so, Grant, because, I mean, you know, every time you turn on a game, you see whining and complaining by these millionaires. And what, just shut up, play the game that you're paid to play, period. Well, look at how many guys are getting ejected from playoff games. I mean, look at how many technicals. I mean, it's just um, – it's and it's always the same players, too. It's not – you know, it's mostly always the same players all the time, but – it's uh, it's unfortunate. It really is. I don't think it's really it doesn't enhance the growth of the league. It doesn't put the league uh, in, in good light. I think it turns away more fans than it brings. And that's my opinion. I may be wrong on that, but I think it pushes more fans away than it brings in. And I just I think it's an alarming trend. You know, I think baseball has got an alarming trend right now. I think having four outfielders that we're seeing now in a lot of games is bad. I just, you know, to me, sports needs to be careful about where they're heading, in my opinion. Grant, you think uh, these uh, these commissioners, you know, they don't want to uh, rock the boat because they're yes. worried about, oh, okay, you know where I was going, huh? Okay. Yep. All right. I do think that right, 100%. Sir. Yep. Uh, love, the, 100%. love the show, Grant. 
Thank you. Really appreciate it, Jerry. I should have let you finish, so I apologize. But I, I think Adam Silver has, in this climate, both politically and socially, that we're living in, has gone overboard woke and has become a puppet as a commissioner to it, to the players. You don't ever see him come out and criticize LeBron. You don't ever see him come out and criticize uh, social media posts that are way off base, such as LeBron and Daryl Morey. Um, you know, he came after Daryl Morey, all right, but certainly didn't have anything negative to say about LeBron James. I just think the commissioner is, understands the ramifications or it does not have the guts, the moxie, call it whatever you want, to come out and speak against his stars of the league. And sometimes it needs to be done. And do I think uh, David Stern would have sat back and not made public comments about some of these acts that are going on? No, I do not. I don't. And I'm not saying that Commissioner would have alienated himself with the players. I don't believe that. I, David Stern was an extremely, extremely bright man. I mean, Adam Silver is a very bright man. I don't mean to say that he's not. But David Stern had, I believe, complete control of the league and was respected as a commissioner where if the commission wanted something done, that's the way it was going to happen. And I think the vast majority of people, both management and players, understood that. And it was kind of like whatever the commissioner says goes. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but that's pretty much the way it was. You know, I'll tell you this. If Adam Silver had been commissioner of the NBA and not David Stern, 10 years ago, the Kings would have moved. They're, the Kings actually wouldn't have moved to Seattle. They would have moved to Anaheim. They, they would have been in Anaheim. No question in my mind. You know, it was interesting what Adam Silver did say the other day, that he did not make it seem like expansion was going to happen in the short term or medium term. And he was talking about Seattle, and he actually mentioned Las Vegas. I, I don't understand how you don't put a team up in Seattle. I really don't. There are too many franchises in the NBA right now that are struggling and have been struggling over a large period of time, one being New Orleans. And it just doesn't make sense to me. It does not make sense to me. All right, again, I want to hear from you. Raise your hand, hit that hand icon, uh, and we will put you right on. Again, the NBA lottery is May 17th. Houston, Orlando, Detroit, Oklahoma City, Indiana, Portland are one through six. Sacramento is seventh. Lakers eight, San Antonio nine, Washington 10, then New York, the Clippers, Charlotte, and Cleveland was last, all right? Meaning that they only have a 0.5% chance of getting the number one pick and only a 0.7 chance of getting the fourth pick. The Lakers have a 6% chance of getting the number one pick and a 7.2% chance of getting the fourth pick. The percentages say they'll get either eight or nine at 34 and 32% respectively. 
Again, the King's biggest percentage, 34%, is getting the eighth pick. They can't do any worse than 10th, and they can't get five or six. So if they don't move into the top four, the best they can do after that is seven. There you have it. So what's new, right? Talking about the Kings and their lottery odds. We've only been doing that since 2007. And it's only 2022. Still hard to believe, isn't it? Isn't that hard to believe that that's still going on, that the Kings are in the lottery every freaking year? Amazing. Absolutely amazing. All right, again, NBA tonight. They have three games, including the Warriors and the Nuggets. Toronto and Philadelphia starting momentarily. Utah, Dallas, Denver, Golden State. I, I shouldn't say momentarily. It's starting in about an hour. I shouldn't say momentarily. It starts in about an hour. Again, Utah, Dallas starts at 530 Pacific and at 7 o'clock Pacific, Denver and Golden State. That's the game. I want to see what Michael Malone does, adjustments. I want to see how they combat uh, the guard line of Golden State. And I want to see the effectiveness again of Draymond Green because he was really, really, really good. Very good in that game one. He was really good. All right, I'd love to hear from you again. Uh, hit your hand icon. Raise your hand. And we can talk about the NBA, Major League Baseball, or anything else that is going on. Uh, Mark Spears of ESPN, who should be on DeMarcus Cousins' payroll, had another ass-kissing column uh, about DeMarcus. And it's just... I've always re respected Mark Spears throughout the years, but he ought to be on DeMarcus's payroll. He really should. He really should. It's just, uh, it, it's so sad. So sad. And DeMarcus is delusional with how he perceives things. He just is. Just absolutely out of touch with reality. Completely out of touch with reality. Unbelievable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
All right. Again, I want to hear from you. Uh, hit your hand icon. Raise your hand. He was asked, by the way, do you think you got Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame numbers? Demarcus's response. Vladi Divac is in the Hall of Fame. The response, I'm asking about you. Vladi Divac is in the Hall of Fame. Look at his career statistics and look at mine. We'll leave it at that. If Demarcus thinks that his career parallels Vladi Divac, then he's more delusional than I thought he was. All right. And someone needs to let Demarcus know that it's not the NBA Hall of Fame. It is the Basketball Hall of Fame. It's not the NBA Hall of Fame. Okay. Someone needs to give him an education on that. It is the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame, not the NBA Hall of Fame. And Vladi Divac has done more for basketball around the world than DeMarcus could ever do. And for that alone, regardless of what he did in the NBA, he should be in the Naismith Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. And by the way, Vladi was a leader and the biggest leader on a team that won 60 plus games. Now, was Vladi Divac more talented as a basketball player with skills than DeMarcus? No. But if I was starting a team and I had Vladi Divac to choose or DeMarcus Cousins to choose, both at, let's say, age 25, I would laugh and then I would say, Vladi, you're on my team. And I can guarantee you I would win a hell of a lot more games with Vladi Divac. Just amazing to me, the stuff that you read from athletes who just don't get it just do not get it all right again before we get done for the day i want to hear from you if you want to come on the program now is your time uh tomorrow and wednesday three o'clock no show thursday because i will be traveling friday three o'clock uh as we get you into the weekend nba tonight again game two for the dallas mavericks and it is a huge game that Dallas Mavericks, without Luka, need to find a way to even up this series at a game apiece and then hope that they can get Luka back for either game three, and if not game three, game four. The Mavericks tonight could put themselves in a big-time deficit if they lose both games at home. Then they would pretty much be forced to go on the road and win games three and four in Salt Lake City. And with Luka or without Luka, that is not going to be an easy task. So I think of all the games tonight, that's the game I'm going to be really zeroing in on. I want to see what the Mavs are able to do without Luka Doncic. Of course, the Nuggets, you know, again, they, they're going to need Nikola Jokic to be Superman. They, were, they are going to need to be Superman. We'll see if they're able to do that. All right, so tomorrow we'll talk about these three games. We'll uh, talk a little NFL draft if you want, anything else that is developing. Let's hope that tomorrow I'm not talking about another reaction that's ugly between a player and a fan. Can we at least get through tonight and our three games without that? Can we get through tonight without a player being ejected in the NBA playoffs? Do you think that's possible or is that unlikely? Let's just hope that tomorrow when I come on at 3 o'clock, we're not talking about an incident between a player and a fan at one of the three venues. I got my fingers crossed. I have hope 
I have hope that we can make it, that we can get through this Monday night, April 18th, 2022, without fan player interaction that is hostile. What do you think? You think we can do it? I think we can do it. I got a lot of confidence. I got my fingers crossed. I'm saying yes. Tomorrow at three o'clock, I will not be talking about a player incident with a fan. All right. Fingers crossed. Fingers are crossed. All right. Hey, make it a great rest of the day. We'll be back tomorrow at three o'clock. Grant Napier saying so long and thank you so much for listening here on Listen Out. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.